about the CW's Riverdale that is taped in the darkest, deepest pit imaginable. I'm Alex Screech. That's the door closing behind us as we enter the dark place where we record this podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And on Riverdale After Dark, we're going to talk about the latest episode, which is called There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood. And I'm going to drink your milkshake. I'll, I'll drink it up. Oh, oh, I just got why they called it that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's now, good. Uh, we got a lot of Dracula-themed stuff to talk about, so we're probably going to have to jump right into it in a moment. But first, let's recap what has led up to this episode, because this episode was crazy cray, once cray. again. I know I say that every week. I don't know how they keep amping it up, but they absolutely do. Uh, More we, keeps happening in these episodes. Like They just cram weird. details. I, you know what? Actually, I want to pause on that for a second because I do think a lot of shows will coast on one thing happening in an episode. Yep. Like, there'll be one major event, and everything revolves around that one major event. Which or is maybe nice. have, like, it's... an A-plot and B-plot. Yeah. But I feel like every episode of Riverdale has an A through Z-plot with, like, 36 enormous things that happen. Totally. 100%. It's insane. I yeah. don't know how they're going to keep up this pace. Every character has shit going on. Think about the people in your life. Like, no one has anything going on. Yeah, there's maybe nothing happening you. to me. Yeah, exactly. No, no, I got nothing. Who's the main character of Comic Book Club? Boothman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> cool. So, what should we talk about? We should talk about that the Lodges are building up a nefarious scheme to do something in Riverdale. We find out what happens this episode, exactly what their scheme is, so we'll get to that in a moment. But they've been buying up land all over the place. Jughead has a expose he's been working on that was shut mm-hmm. down by Hiram Lodge. Betty has her brother, Chick, has moved in. He's oh. a creepazoid weirdo. Or maybe he's maybe a not. really a good guy. We don't he know. Be a good guy. He's not a good guy, guys. Well, hold on. All I'm saying is we don't know at this point. We don't know. We do know that he's not a good guy. We hold don't on. know. Hold on. Just hold on. So her brother, Chick, moved in. Uh, also, we should probably mention that her sister, Polly, had twins and then left to live with a cult forever. Yep. Um, that'll come into play in a moment. Uh, her father has been cheating on her mom with Cheryl's mom, who is a hooker. Uh, Cheryl's a lady of the night. Sure. Yeah, so well, let's say when you say a hooker town. like that, you're you know degrading a, a, sorry, one sorry. of the oldest professions. I'm sorry. High-priced hooker. Okay? That's it's nice. A, Especially for small town. Those yes, people it. are givers. She's Don't a take small away town from girl. Yeah. Oh, not Living in a big old nope. mansion. Nope. Nope. Let's Move on. Ride the midnight diner to okay. Pop's uh, Chocolate uh, Shop. Show, please. Thank Get you. a sticky maple <laughs> oh, man. from her own maple All right, so anyways. Trees. No, no, no. we got to recap a couple of other things, no. I think. You need to stop distracting me, Pete. So uh, they uh, are living you. in the house by themselves because Cheryl's father died in a fire uh, after he had killed uh, his son, who is Cheryl's brother, Jason. And what else do we need to know? Archie He's working is, for the Lodges. Yeah, he's in deep with the Lodges. 
And that's pretty much Dating it. Dating Veronica. Dating uh, Veronica, and, yeah. Uh, Bughead's in full effect. Varchi's yep. in full effect. And Veronica is also working with her parents, the Lodges. She is part of the evil triumvirate Intense. going on there. So I think that catches us up. Anything Great. else we need to know? Oh, yeah. One other thing that's super important is the mayor of Riverdale got tricked into leaving office be, uh, by the Lodges. Right. Essentially. Yes. She was muscled out. Because yeah. well, they caught her cheating. And, right. Uh, it wasn't directly them that did it. It yes. was actually Jughead who kind of did it. Right. Yeah, but, but it was really the Lodges. Let's yeah, be honest. Indeed. It was Lodges. They were manipulating. Yeah. And there's probably a couple of other things, but we can wait until we talk about them later in the episode. Certainly. Pete, you are bursting at the seams right now. Take it away. All right. So we start off with the Jughead voiceover, and he's talking about how he's out of time. He's working on his big piece that he's going to put out, uh, which uh, uh, he gets compliments that it's his best writing to date. Well, that's not hard because his writing is terrible. Oh, you watch your mouth. I will not. Oh, yeah, man. I don't know if uh, Jughead's gone to like journalism school. Like, uh, uh, the blue and the gold is a failing. Is the failing blue and gold? Oh man, <laughs> there are two people who work at the blue and gold, Betty and Jughead, and they barely work there at all. Yeah, okay. exactly. So now uh, Kevin and Betty try to catfish Chick the creepy. I'm sorry, I just wanted to correct myself. Alice Cooper also briefly worked at the blue and gold. Yeah, she worked at the high school newspaper briefly, right. Bef- and then she went on. She oh, she worked there after the regular newspaper, the right. Riverdale Register. Yeah, now she just kind of hangs around the house, I guess. Yes, she's being a mother sometimes. <laughs> so you were saying, Pete? Yeah, so they're trying to catfish uh, Chick, uh, and Kevin, uh, not being very convincing, keeps looking at Betty while he's talking, even though he's on video, which was driving me nuts, and then Chick finally was like, who the fuck are you talking to? So that, that's later in the episode, yeah. We have, uh, uh, Betty's trying to get Kevin to get details about Chick. This yeah, because episode- he's sketchy as fuck. Uh, the show is trying to make us think that Chick is sketchy, and Betty is uh, sick of it. So I feel like a lot of Betty's stuff this episode was trying to get Chick. Well, that's the thing. It's been driving me crazy. Normally, when somebody is being suspicious, she's all about getting to the bottom of it. But because it's her, in quotes, brother, uh, she is uh, all of a sudden oblivious to it. Uh, do you want to just uh, sort of break it out by plot and talk about uh, these different uh, yeah, storylines? Yeah, sure. We can do that. Uh, uh, seems uh, like let's keep doing... on the Betty thing. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Then. Uh, sh- I think she comes off as a jerk in this episode. Agreed. Dude, you watch your mouth. Well, I can't watch my mouth, and I think Betty is being rude in this. Dude, fuck you, man. He has been super creepy. She does not go over, uh, stepping so, over the bounds okay, of this A couple of things about what they're doing, first of all, that make no sense in an episode that, uh, fine, a lot of things don't make any sense, and that's okay. Uh, but... Clearly, Chick is actually kind of a nice cam dude. I don't know what? if they're called cam dudes. But yeah. he gets on camera and just sort of chats with Kevin. Yeah. Like, the implication of what Betty was doing when she was dressing up in her lingerie and dark Betty wig and everything else was that she was, like, you don't know fucking that. on camera. You don't know that. <laughs> she just was wearing a wig to talk to somebody, you know? Sure. But character. then what Chick seems to be doing is just kind of lying on his bed He's and hanging chatting. Out. He's yeah. just, like, having a very nice conversation with Kevin, Why who clearly think- is hanging out in the office of the Blue and Gold, because there's posters behind him that anybody could see. And aren't Kevin and Betty friends? How does Kevin, Kevin and Betty are friends? How Chick does would probably Chick, know this. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, right. very weird. But I think the show is... Chick just looks scary, and the show is uh, is making it look scary. Dude, and fuck! Pete, you man, there was a murder that happened because of him that nobody's talking. Anytime you try to talk to Chick, he's like, eh. You know who did the kill in there? Mrs. Chick. Cooper. Chick. Mrs. Cooper. Chick. Mrs. Cooper. 
I bet you a this thousand. This is a great debate, by yeah. the way. <laughs> this is really good. I really like this. I don't know before. why you guys are sticking so, up for a creepy uh, guy. Chick does do a lot of creepy things. There's some hilariously over-the-top creepy music that happens whenever Chick is on screen throughout the episode. Uh, the big twist this episode, beyond the Kevin Keller thing, is that Polly comes home from her cult with her babies and hangs out. And Polly somehow being like, oh, hey, um, I'm off from the cult just for a little bit. Well, they give you a break. You get right. like two weeks off a year from most She's cults. the normal one. Yeah. That's I thought that was kind of amazing. There's a scene later in the episode where Betty and Polly are walking on the street and just kind of chatting and talking about how weird Chick is. And I was like, you're in a cult, dude. Yeah. You you had two babies. Why are you guys being so defensive Chick? He's been nothing but super creepy this whole time. I'm I owe saying. Chick a lot of money. I have been oh. paying him nonstop with my, as a cam dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Alex is a pretty popular I, I can't, dude. Uh, yeah. Talk badly about him. Uh, so let's move on and talk about. So the reason Polly's back in town because there's a big will reading uh, yeah. going on, uh, where we're going to find out who's getting cashed in from the Blossom fortune. Oh, and yeah. so Polly's going because she is uh, involved in their family yep. and has <laughs> some of that Blossom blood. Got that Blossom blood. Uh, TV, NBC's Blossom. Uh, yep, she has uh, six. Yeah, pints six. Of, <laughs> six pints of Blossom blood. Uh, so all the Coopers show up. Alice Cooper goes in and just brings that Will Reading heat. Oh, yeah, she in does. in a full-on shouting match. I, do I love, love when she enters yeah. the room, man. She can enter a room. Yeah, yeah, she definitely has the entrance thing down. Yeah. Um, we should mention that part of the reason that's brought on, we're jumping all over the place this episode, yeah. is because uh, Mr. Cooper, who I always forget the first name of. Hal. Uh, what? Isn't it Hal? I think it's Hangin'. Hanging, 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 Cooper. Uh, so hanging, uh, he tells his <laughs> wife that he wants a divorce, and it's not because he's been sleeping with Mrs. Blossom, it's because he hates Alice Cooper and he wants yeah. to leave her. So she gets pissed yeah. off, accuses him, says, Oh, the reason you want a divorce is so you get this whole Blossom fortune all for yourself. Now, I have a question for you guys. I've never really been involved in a will reading or anything like that. Sure, there are. As we've already established uh, from the maple syrup episode last season, mm. dozens and dozens of blossoms. So many. Yeah. So many blossoms. Blossoms on so blossoms. So if the blossom will is splitting up the blossom fortune, but between dozens and dozens of people, it's not going to be that much money per person, right? Nope. No, probably uh, like five Yeah, G's probably each. not. But I do think he's saying half the fortune is going to anybody with blossom blood, so... They all get an equal share, so that's what sets up the plot where everyone's getting their blood tested to see if they have any blossom in them. Yeah, and man. as we know, Hal Cooper is related. Uh, there, I believe, his father, uh, the Betty's grandfather, was the brother of the Blossom grandfather. Yeah, could so be. That's confusing. And speaking <laughs> of blood tests, Betty, being smart, was like, "Yo, fuck all this, You're jumping all over the place." Uh, yeah, Hold I on know. A second, sir. Hold on. Yeah. Jesus Just hold Christ, your horses, you guys sir. are talking about all the dumb shit. What are you talking about? At this uh, will reading, Cheryl goes up to give a speech yeah, about how classic they beat- Cheryl. I don't understand you at all, Pete. Uh, Cheryl is up there and she's giving a speech mm-hmm. and talking about how there needs to be no more killing, no more blood yep. uh, in this family. Uh, and then her father walks in and he's like, I couldn't agree more. And Cheryl faints on the floor. Yep. Yeah. That was, I screamed out loud when I was watching this episode. Yes, because it's a total... I predicted that earlier on. Yeah. So, but uh, the reveal here is that... It's um, even crazier. The reveal is even crazier. Yeah. Yeah. Secret twin. The old twin move. So, secret twin named Claudius, also Shakespearean reference. You down? Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
little Hamlet up in this. Uh, do you think that that is Mr. Blossom or the secret twin named Claudius? I That is a good question. So Claudius gives this whole story about how there's the Blossom curse where one brother must kill the other, like Cain and Abel. Uh, I have that in my that's family, That's why too, he left to forever. Fair. Oh, is it, do you? Yeah, we're still friends, so I won't. we're not killing each other yet. But It'll happen. Soon. Yeah, it's like Highlander. You wait till later. Oh, sure. Until and then, when you want the powers. Yeah, there can only be one, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is a fun fact for those of you just listening to our Riverdale podcast for the first time. On the first episode, there were 56 hosts. Yeah. <laughs> we're cutting it down, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're getting close yeah, now. Uh, yeah. I can feel the power. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, you know what? Looking at YouTube, I'm going to kill one. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that Pretty shit to soon. me, man. So Pretty just soon. to get back to your question, he gives this whole story, and by the end, he has plans going. Um, I thought for most of the episode there was going to be a twist where it was actually her dad. But I think they just dropped Secret Twin, and they're just going to keep going. I hate Secret Twin. I think that's a, I hate when shows or comics or whatever do that. It's stupid. Um, I, I'm down with that. I mean, it's a get it's a, a different a, actor. No, all right. The, but the, say I'm his brother or fucking something more plausible than a Secret Twin that a whole family doesn't know about. Fuck you. No, I mean it's not like they couldn't get another actor. They wanted to be. The, I think later they're going to reveal that it is the father. You think so? I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, then how, in that case, how did he escape? Yeah, how, how did oh, he shot the brother? Body, probably put another, maybe he put the secret twin mm-hmm. in, the, in the fire. I will say, if it does turn out to actually be Cliff Blossom. I believe so. Uh, if it turns out to be Cliff Blossom, that would explain a lot of the setup from the wigs last season. That's what I'm saying. Those yeah. wigs are weird. Wigs so in this show mean so much. Yeah. Wigs and hoods. If you didn't uh, watch last season or you're forgetting about this, uh, there was this very brief shot of Cliff Blossom with an entire closet full of different red-colored wigs because he didn't have the Blossom red hair. Uh, and they never really paid it off. They kind of just mentioned it very briefly and then moved on from there. So I don't know if it would exactly work this way, but if he took a corpse, put his red wig on it, and then burned down the barn with him in it, him, quote-unquote, that would explain a lot of that wig thing retroactively. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or maybe he's just his secret twin named Claudius. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll find out um, in the insane roller coaster ride that is Riverdale. Uh, should we keep yeah. going to talk about, get back to Chick and the telltale dental floss? Yeah. Uh, sure. We can get back to that. We should also talk a little more, more about Cheryl in a second. Uh, yes. Because there's some big stuff there. But go go ahead. Yeah. I love Cheryl. Anyways, uh, so... Uh, yeah, you Betty smartly is like, yo, fuck this dude. This dude is mad sketchy. I'm going to at least get some uh, tests done to prove that he's not my brother, which I'm finally like, thank you, Betty, for doing something you should have done a long-ass time ago. Yeah, it makes total sense to test your, your sibling's uh, dental floss. Dude, yeah. when a sibling shows up way late in the game and then just says, you're, oh, yeah, I'm your brother. No, Can dude, fuck you. Can we talk about the more important revelation that comes out of this? Chick yeah. needs to go see a dentist. He needs to go see a dentist because Betty is very clear to Polly that she got blood from Chick somehow. Turns out it was dental floss. He's dumping dumping bloody dental floss with enough blood to test into the garbage can. He needs to go see a dentist or at least a periodontist. I mean, you bleed a little bit sometimes if you... No, I understand that. But also, uh, we should be encouraging periodontal health. Pete. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I lose like a liter of blood every time I <laughs> brush my teeth. Me, it's about six pints. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so I don't know what uh, what you're talking about. But yes, this is very strange. Uh, and come to find out that Chick has a different father. Yeah. 
So here's my question about this, because they're not clear exactly in this episode exactly what's going on. They just say that he's lying about his parentage. Yeah. Um, do you think it's he's not a Blossom, so he doesn't have the Blossom blood? Is it that he has another father, like you're saying? Is it he is an entire imposter? Yeah, he's a shady-ass dude who saw an opening and wanted to get into a family so he could fucking rob him or whatever he's into. No. So you think it's like a Count of Monte Cristo type deal? No, I think it's just like he's a creepy dude who leeches off people and uh, tries to be parts of their lives. That's the plot of County of Monte Cristo. Well, there's a big revenge thing with Count of More of a sandwich Monte Cristo guy. <laughs> uh, I, think, um, I think it's going to be that, uh, that uh, Alice Cooper is the mother, is his mother. And yep. I, I, my, I have money on, I have a ton of money right on FP. Being oh, FP, shit. Well, that... They, I feel like they've alluded to that. The show's alluded to that. And also, I think it, it puts a whole wrench in the Bughead situation. Yeah. Because the, the Bughead has already been there if we've got... Uh, oh, if fat, they're like half-brother... If, if we have... If, if Phallus of. Pooper is a thing, then, uh, <laughs> then Bughead is going to be a little bit weird. <laughs> oh, uh, I should mention also at a later point that I discovered a bunch of hashtag ship names this past week from Riverdale fans. So Phallus is actually the real one. Yeah. Also, uh, no, Phallus... Pooper makes more sense. It's FP. Much more sense. Uh, all I'm going to say, though, is don't search for Phallus on the internet unless you want some real interesting search results. That's oh, all I'm going to say. I love interesting search results. Yes. So I, I think you're right. Uh, I think also whatever this reveal is, and Pete, please, for the love of God, do not yell at me when I say this out loud, I think it's really going to redeem Chick. Yes, I think so, too. I think Chick is going to end up being um, a good character. What the fuck, guys? How the fuck are you on this crazy train? Like, am I the only one taking crazy? Like, are you serious? This guy is no good. Can we stop at the fact that you just admitted you're taking crazy pills? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You said, am I the only one taking crazy crazy pills? pills. I know, but that's not I invented the key tie. Uh, so anyways, yeah. Did a doctor I, prescribe you those crazy pills? Because I think he meant uh, to give you the opposite. Why do you guys think Chick is okay? He's done nothing but prove he's done, every time he's on the screen that he's a creepy he's motherfucker. He's done nothing wrong. You just think he's creepy. Okay, so it's cool to like, why you're... While your sibling is sleeping, just to stand over them in the night. Pete, yeah, man. I pop into your apartment all the time while you're sleeping. <laughs> oh my god! You never thought it was weird, dude. Yeah. If and I, I ever catch you doing this apartment ever, all the time when he's sleeping, <laughs> totally cool. This is normal. Yeah. Are you not coming over to my place when I'm sleeping? <laughs> no, we have all round. I leave. I leave out a plate of cookies and Tommy Boy playing on the TV, which you love. <laughs> <laughs> you love Tommy Boy. I don't know how you could sleep if Tommy Boy's playing. There's no way that's possible. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, I think that this is why Chick has been uncomfortable is because he has the secret he saw an out. Stop. I will no longer <laughs> let you guys talk about Chick in a good light. Fuck that. Let's move on. Okay. okay. Chick Phallus is the, Pooper Ch- is going to change your whole game. Right. Also, Chick is the best character Fuck on the show. Fuck you! <laughs> I can't wait till they add Chick to the Archie comic book <laughs> Shut up! No. I Moving on. Okay, all right. Well, can I just throw in an interesting rumor I heard? So there's a rumor that I heard. I was reading a little bit about <laughs> the season finale. On the season finale, every character dies except for Chick, and then he becomes the hero of the show. That would be the worst. I would never watch the show again. Yeah, it's called Hot Chicks. Oh. Good stuff. Yeah, they're going to change it. 
Uh, That's all so, we have to talk about. Yeah. I think I think we're good to go. No, there's uh, a lot more to talk you about. You want to do Jughead or Archie? Well, why don't we go back to Cheryl? Because there's oh, a yes, little bit okay, more with Cheryl. It is connected so, to this, yeah. Uh, getting back to Cheryl, this actually is before the will reading. Uh, Cheryl and Tony are heating up a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. they are. Yeah. Shoney uh, Chopaz. Shoney Chopaz. Uh, the actual ship name is uh, Choney, is what I've heard. And I'll tell you, uh, a bunch of Choney fans were tweeting me once I said, hey... Uh, I tweeted like some vague thing about the episode, and they're like, "Oh my god, give me spoilers, give me spoilers!" And I said, "I don't know, I, I can't really do any spoilers." And they're like, "All right, just one word, just tell us one word about Choni in the episode." And I said, uh, "The word I immediately thought of, and this is jumping ahead, was Lesbos." Oh, and yeah. I was like, "Lesbo I can't Island." Tweet that that's a spoiler. And I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't tweet the word. It's a spoiler." And dozens of Choni fans were like. Is it scissors? It's scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I just started tweeting this emoji. Scissors emoji at me, and it's still going. Wow. It's still going for hours. Hilarious. They've been tweeting scissors at me. Nice. So, guys, chill pretty, out. Pretty close. Lesbo yeah, Island. Pretty close, though. Uh, so, yes, there's a reference to the island of Lesbos, which I was like... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, what, what do you think about this pairing? I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's great. Um, I like the way they sort of got into it. And I feel like the Tony Topaz character has been so good and so supportive of Cheryl in a way that none of the other characters are. Yep. And we get sort of behind Cheryl's veneer of uh, the mean girl. Cheryl is that. one of the greatest characters in the show. She yeah. is not only is yeah, the actress like, playing her doing an say, amazing like her job. number two, chick number one? No, yeah. I would not say that. All right. uh, I would say that. And yeah, then we... Great. We get into in the last scene, like, or do you want to talk about Shoney Chopaz a little bit? Yeah, I just want to talk about them a little bit more because yeah. I, I agree with you guys. I think I uh, want to talk about ridiculous names that they use on the show. So, because the next thing is just, I almost turned off my television. I was on, like, fuck hold you. On. So, uh, I do like the fact that they're being really supportive of each other. I like the fact that they're not forcing the romance there, that it's starting mm-hmm. off as a friendship. It could go towards romance right now. Like you said, it's just supporting Cheryl. Uh, And then they end up going to dinner together where Claudius shows up and he sits down with them and he talks about visiting the Isle of Lesbos, which makes everybody spit out their wine at dinner, which is hilarious. It's all... The thing that's really interesting to me about this scene is what is Claudius's game here, right? Because by the end of the episode... He's with uh, with Cheryl's mom, and it certainly seems like he's planning to off the grandmother and then Cheryl. At least yeah. that seems to be the implication for what Cheryl's hearing. Huge, like very on the nose. I thought that they were going to do yeah. sort of a Hitchcockian thing where it was like maybe she misheard it and we don't know. But he literally said, yeah. we need to get rid of uh, the two of them. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, he seems supportive of the, of the dinner. So I don't know what side he's on at this point. Yeah, or who he is, really. Yeah. So I feel like that's going to be a little bit of a mystery for the next. All right. Like, then the next the ridiculous season. thing you said is Shank Shaw, which huh? I was like. That is an entirely different storyline, but right. we can talk about that right now. Yeah, well, so we're talking about a, ridiculous names. Sure. So there's a prison that yeah. uh, is somewhere near to Riverdale, far enough away that they have need of another prison, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but it's called Shank Shaw Prison. That's that bothers you? That's dumb. Why does that, that bother w- you? Because they're referencing Shawshank. Are you sure? Yes. How yes, I am. And it would just made me so angry because it's like, fuck you. What is what is Shawshank? Oh, yeah. You've never heard of Shawshank? No, I haven't. What no. is it? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, whatever you're talking about, I just hope they're able to redeem Shank Shaw Prison. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Hopefully, there'll be a free man. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Red was here. All right. All right. All right. Uh, you want to jump back and talk? Yeah. Wait, uh, do you think they got thrown in for uh, Robin's something? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think? Yeah. yeah. Real Robin's Hood situation? Yeah. Uh, you want to talk Jughead's storyline uh, and all his nonsense? Let's talk about sure. Archie. Okay, that's two different ideas. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I like best about our podcast is A, how organized it is, yeah. and B, how much we agree on things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fine, let's talk about Jughead. Sure, yeah, let's talk about Jughead because the Archie thing ties into, I think, the biggest reveal of the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jughead is uh, uh, very fired up this episode. Yeah, he is. He can't do his Hiram Lodge expose. He's running around trying to figure it out. And he figures out what Hiram Lodge is pulling is a classic Dracula. Yeah. Classic Dracula. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. Yeah. <laughs> this is, of all the ridiculous things that happened in this episode, this metaphor really horrible. stuck with me. More than Lesbo most. Island and More than, Shanks This Shanks is called Lesbos. It's, uh, yeah. This is worse. And then the blood thing is worse. The sucking the blood, all that. And sure. Especially what so happens what later. happens is Jughead lays out a map. He's like, oh, my God, I know what Hiram is doing. And I thought at that point there was going to be like, this is all on the fault line in the middle of Riverdale or whatever, because that's the sort of setup it's going to be. Or like, it's in the shape of a pentagram. Look at the design he's making. But it turns out he's like, he's buying the places we thought he was buying. Yeah. And that's pretty much what he realizes Hiram's plan is. And the metaphor that Jughead uses, he's like, it's just like he's being a total Dracula. He's He doesn't even say he's sucking up everything in the town. He says he's buying all of these different places. Yeah. And then later in the episode, Archie picks it up and says, you're being a Dracula, Hiram. You're taking this from Transylvania to Riverdale or something like that. But yeah. at no point does the metaphor make any sense Yeah, it's sense so weird whatsoever. that it was legit confusing, too. Yeah. When I was watching, I was like, what? What are oh. they talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are no, seriously, what are they talking about? What is the metaphor there? Because it bothers me so much. I mean, I feel like it's uh I mean the blood stuff it alludes to the final moment in the episode, but I do think it's like draining the town of its vitality. I feel like that's what they're going for. But sure. But it's a very like I'm agreeing unless maybe we're missing something, but yeah. I don't know. It's just I, talking about Dracula coming into power and the things that he'll do to get his way. Maybe. I mean, we didn't miss anything else in the episode. Uh, no. It's, uh, we got Shankshaw Prison. We got uh, all that stuff. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was just absolutely. Uh, okay. So, we, let's not be Dracula's uh, for, about this podcast. Let's get to the rest of the plot line. Uh, so, Jughead decides he's going to take his story and he's going to publish it in the blue and gold. And the principal says, no, you idiots. This is the sort of story you publish in a high school newspaper at all. But there was a good uh, moment with his dad where his dad's like, you're forgetting about one really good source. And I was like, look at it. Oh, man. Jughead's dad's a good guy. He is a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Jughead said is a good guy. Now, I want to point out something about this publishing thing. They're super frustrated because they won't publish it in the blue and gold. Uh, and by the end, the implication is that they're going to publish it in some other newspaper other than the Riverdale Register. Is that the name of the Cooper's newspaper? I think newspaper? so. Sure. I uh, said that, but I'm not okay. 100% sure. So um, the, the Cooper's newspaper is not going to publish it because that's now owned by Hiram Lodge. So they say, oh, they're going to publish it somewhere else. They forgot that just last season, Betty self-published an expose, and it was fine, and it went viral and everywhere, which is exactly the sort of thing they could do again. So I don't know why that didn't come up. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, We do get a little bit of a Jughead that likes uh, hamburgers. 
in the like or Jughead has a special at at Pops, yeah. which and but the, is it hamburgers? Like it's gotta I be. feel like the way they set that up is sort of like you're special, and he's like, "Yup," and then it could be anything, omelet, right. whatever, salad. Yeah. No. So I I was frustrated by that. Right. Oh yeah, it bothered you. Yeah. yeah. What do you think it is? I hope it's going to be hamburger. It's right. going to be. It's going to be burger. hamburger. Isn't that special though? That's what I'm saying. Well, he maybe he likes it a certain kind of way. That's a different. Yeah, thing. yeah. His special, it's five burgers stock, stacked on top of each other. Is that, is that legit? How the hell do I know? Jesus, Pete. You have one job on this show, and it's to keep track of the hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else we need to talk about with Jughead's storyline? Uh, not really. I mean, the reveal that it's a for-profit prison. Uh, yes. Well, uh, that's, I think, part of the Archie storyline a yeah. little bit. So we I can get to that true. in a moment. Sorry. Uh, no, it's all right. Uh, hopefully people have actually watched the episode yeah. before they listen to this, so they know it's coming. But uh, Oh, Archie- no, we have to talk about the Jughead and Jeeves. Oh, oh, the Jeeves reveal. Yeah, Smithers, sorry, Smithers. Smithers. <laughs> yeah, that was another that huge was a huge. That was crazy. I was so excited when they brought back Smithers. So, uh, due to a convoluted series of clues, uh, a deep Jug- throat style phone call, a trip to a uh, bus terminal that looks like it's in a Norman Rockwell painting. Yeah, yeah. we finally find out what happened to Smithers, who was uh, the butler at <laughs> at Hiram's place. He uh, what, Pete? I it just. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm sorry. You guys can't see this in the room, but over the course of every episode, <laughs> Pete just creeps closer and closer to us. I, I get mean, excited I about talking about, about something. You spent a significant chunk of time early this episode ragging on Chick because he stands over people while they're sleeping. You're yeah. basically doing the same thing. <laughs> the tender brushing of your hand against Alex's face was intimate, but uh, a little bit out of I don't of know about all that. Yeah. I just think, you know, for a place that has like 18 dance clubs, one bus station with one bench in the middle, it yes, seems a little... very tiny. So anyway, yeah. uh, Smithers is a bus driver, um, yep. bummer. Or yeah. possibly working at the terminal. He might not be a driver. Uh, that's true, I guess. Um, yep. He looked like a, uh, he had a bus driver. Yeah. He looked like on. a milkman to yeah. me. To be <laughs> uh, but he uh, he's he's deep throating for on what is actually happening. Yeah, the, I'm glad the, that we lodges. finally saw him again. No, that was nice. I was glad they tied up that plot line. Uh, I hope we see Smithers again. Yeah. I know they have their hot butler now, but yeah. you know. I'm, you I'm gotta gonna... upgrade your butler every couple of years. No, you <laughs> it's don't. Like getting a new iPhone. You keep. <laughs> it's like a the human same version bu- of a new iPhone. Yeah. No, do it's you, not. Uh, do you do the service plan where you can turn in your butler every year? Oh yeah, Butler Care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I usually go to the Butler Bar. Hey, can time. we can <laughs> we talk about the great uh, Luke Perry stuff, please? Finally. Sure. Let's go back. We'll talk about the Archie plotline. So. While all of this is going on, at the same time, they are looking for a new mayor of Riverdale, and the Lodges decide, we want Fred Andrews to be mayor of Riverdale. And Fred, of course, is like, I always wanted to be mayor since I was a little kid. (laughs) Being mayor is something I've always dreamed of. Bullshit. Shut your face, dude. Luke Perry can have dreams. He can have dreams. Why the fuck can't he be mayor? He can be mayor if he wants. There's no way he... What, just because he does construction doesn't mean he can't be a mayor? That's not what I'm saying What the fuck are you saying, I'm saying they've never pointed to this a single moment in this entire series, except for right when they needed to do it. Yeah, but when does Luke Perry get to talk about his dreams? He's always taking care of Archie, cleaning up other people's messes. Luke Perry finally has a moment where he gets a little... For himself, and you guys are all shitting on So, right before this episode, you would have been like, man, if I had to pick a character that he's dreaming of being married, be like, Luke fucking Perry. Yeah, who doesn't trust Luke Perry? Luke Perry's the perfect mayor. I don't trust him. He would be a terrible mayor. What are you talking about? Absolutely. He's a lovable schlub. He's a very perfect nice guy. mayor. 
that's not no. any of the qualifications for a perfect mayor. Lovable schlub. Lovable schlub. Yeah. That's wow. mayor of New York. You just yeah. want somebody who's like, I don't know. All right. If a lovable schlub's going to be mayor, then I'd like to officially announce that Pete LePage is running for mayor of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yeah. You Fuck have my you vote, call me a schlub. You have my vote. Lovable. No. No, you're Lovable. not going to shake my hand? No, I'm not going to shake right. I'm going to creep closer to you. Will that help? <laughs> okay, Pete, you're a schlubbable love. No. How about that? No. All right. So anyways. Well, well, so let's talk about this mayor thing a little bit. Uh, so Fred decides that he really wants to run with, for mayor. He's very excited about it. He mm-hmm. shows Archie this painting that he had made of... <laughs> That's River- what I'm saying. It's crazy. <laughs> you're like, oh, of course, he has a painting of uh, Riverdale. Right. Uh, Look, what I, I made a painting of Riverdale 2020. The future of Riverdale with like a monorail. Yeah, it looks like... <laughs> Dude, what's that? Simpsons yeah. yeah, it's just like that. It's the whole thing is absolutely bananas just to give uh Luke Perry something to do in this episode. Oh yeah. how dare you? Luke Perry deserves something to do. I agree he deserves <laughs> something to do, <laughs> but there's even a point in the episode where they say to him, Wait, how are you gonna do this and manage your construction company? And he's like, I got good guys. He does have yeah. good guys. Sure, but that's not how you manage a construction company. Sure it is. You don't leave to be mayor, and then they're like, we sure don't have a boss. What I do like about this storyline is that it puts Archie in a very difficult position. And as we know, Archie is like uh, a donkey with a stick of dynamite in its hand. It doesn't know what to do with it. Donkeys don't have hands, bro. Uh, Poofs. Uh, so he uh, he is down on... Fred running for mayor because of uh, he doesn't want his father to be taken advantage of. Yeah, because he knows that Hiram Lodge is, uh, Lodge is evil and he doesn't want him to be a part of it. He's working for him, so right. He, but he's trying to keep his evil. dad clear. He drew that line in the sand. He said, "You know, I'll do this as long as my dad stays out of it." And let me throw this in there: Veronica feels like she's really starting to take advantage of Archie. Yeah. I feel like in the past, it's and been Archie like calls her out for that. Yeah, she's well, like, "Don't steer me around." Well, what is, just a quick question, what is Archie wearing when he calls her out on that? Probably nothing. Yeah, he's, he's totally topless. Yeah, yeah. he's crushing also, pull-ups. He's yeah. absolutely... And Fred comes in were, and interrupts Farchie pull-ups Yeah, but also, wouldn't you wait for your son to put a shirt on before you give the big I'm running for mayor announcement? I mean, No, no way. No, Everyone no, takes no. their clothes off when I make an announcement. <laughs> oh, man. Here's something I realized. I, I was... Uh, it was driving me crazy. this. When Archie, again, was doing topless pull-ups and then had a really serious conversation with Veronica, every single time he needs to think about something, he's shirtless. I think his shirts are constricting his blood so much that he can't think, and that's why he takes them off. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Think about this, though. Zalvin, you are a smart man. If you took okay. your shirt off, you might be even smarter. You, oh you don't God. even know. I, uh, I'm taking my shirt off right. every night, every podcast. <laughs> no, in the you don't. No. no That's not it. an invitation. I'm just take it off. It sounds a lot. All right, like I'm it. topless now. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's this is so illegal. gross. <laughs> man, you really wow, tore through that sweater. Oh, now I'm riding a unicorn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, the this beauty is how you used to do it back on the radio in 1920s. <laughs> so yeah, so clock, Archie and Veronica kind of go back and forth. Can I ask a quick question? Did your horse, when it was walking, just make chicken sounds? Kuklonk, kuklonk, kuklonk. Oh, kuklonk. Now kuklonk, kuklonk. You guys, you guys done? Someone get that show? dynamite out of that out of that horse's hand. It's not a hand, <laughs> you fucking asshole. All right. So, anyways, Archie and Veronica are kind of having a fight about who's controlling who a little bit. And uh, Veronica, I think, has a good point, which she was like, I just fucking took one for the team. I lied to cover for you because you're the one who ratted out, told Jughead what's going on. Yeah. 
And I thought that was kind of a, a nice moment where to Veronica the, to her parents. Veronica sort yeah. of jumps on the grenade, yeah jumps uh, on the grenade, Archie which was pretty cool. It. Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, they I don't know if they're necessarily like they're together at the end, right? I mean, they're yeah. both yeah. working for the lodges. They're back together. They put their fight aside. Uh, Archie has made a blood blood pact. Oh, here we go. Hiram, very yeah. Strange. Can we talk about that? Uh, we're setting up. So we reveal that it's a for-profit prison um, that, oh, that the right, lodges yeah. are building, which is a very crazy. I don't yeah, know so if they're, they're going to take Sodal High School, turn it into a prison, and what Fred has been doing and all the properties they've been buying up are making room for people to live there so they can work at the prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is this has gotten into a weird like American policy situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I thought I thought it was going to be a reveal of something very different, uh, like something positive for the community. Which I, maybe some people do think a for-profit prison is a positive for the community. I don't think so. So it's a it's very strange. Hiram seems very excited about it. He yeah. seems very happy. But and it's also it's not like it's not like there are. Like criminals who have no place to go to jail. The jail is em- so empty that the Black Hood walked in and killed someone in the jail right. in Riverdale. But uh, maybe, I mean, if we're really tying a bunch of conspiracy theories together, maybe all of this, going even back to Jason Blossom's murder, is all because Hiram was trying to amp up the danger and uh, in agony and the... Uh, fear. Yeah, the fear. Thank you. That's the actual word I was looking got for. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Uh, about all the crime in the town so that they would be prime of the fact of, yes, we do need a place to throw all these criminals. Yeah. Uh, real quick, guys, if you were uh, taking a business meeting with somebody and then they took out a knife and were like, well, let's blood pack, shake hands on it, would you then continue? I close a lot of my meetings. At yeah, the absolutely. <laughs> I usually do that at the end of every podcast. Wow. Um, no, I, when I get a cup of coffee, the barista... To whoever it is, Blood Brothers. Wow. Or Blood Sisters. I, that would, I, it's a deal breaker uh, for me. Blood, blood Brothers. Blood, blood Brothers. Sister, yeah. Right, yeah. Well, blood siblings. Yeah, blood siblings. Yeah. I have a lot of blood siblings out there. Yep. You're like, you're like, we do Chip car- Cooper. You yeah. carry a knife with you so you can just do that all the time? Uh, yeah, I always have like a very sharp uh, hand slicing blade <laughs> for business transactions. On the other end of the spectrum, what happens is because Fred Andrews is out of the running and he has a little bit of a sad moment where he gets all of his buttons that say Fred for mayor yeah. that are no use anymore, Hermione Lodge is running for mayor instead, which I think is a great choice for mayor. Uh, oh, really? What? Well, I mean, she's a terrible choice for mayor because they're evil and whatever. But in terms of uh, somebody who should be mayor, uh, or why could she be mayor, could be mayor. Yes. Hermione could be mayor. I'm she, excited about her what, getting a storyline. Con- I'm excited to see her more at the forefront. We've talked a lot about how great she is. Luke on the Perry show. at least ran a business. She's just done doing nothing but like shady deals for but her, her here's husband. The thing. If the lodges are trying we're trying to put Fred Andrews in the, the mayor's office so they could control him, it makes way more sense to put Hermione in there because there's no Fred Andrews is like um just an older dumb Archie. Uh, so you watch your mouth. I'm saying Archie's dumb. Fred Andrews just older. Okay. Uh, yeah. But also. Yeah. Like, did you get that? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, man, you're so lovable. First love. So uh, <laughs> anything else we need to talk about from the episode? Anything uh, else we're missing? I don't think so. All right. So we're gonna do. Oh, uh, one other thing. So yeah. we and we're setting Archie up a horrible burns Archie versus the... Fred. Yeah. Archie versus his own father is. Uh, like something I never thought Archie I would see. Archie is going down a very, very dark road. Like, yeah, that whole we come first thing is insane. Yeah, Archie's like, I've th- I understand how the world works. I know what's happening. Archie's a Trump supporter. 
No. What? Wow, dude, you really I will say it. I've been working on this thing in my head that I absolutely don't want to write, where it's that Riverdale is a the perfect show for Trump's America. <laughs> I, I mean, in some ways, you're right. Like, uh, this crazy things happen almost nonstop to the point that nothing matters. And to your point, which you brought up, which I still think about a lot that was so smart, is that everything is even in Riverdale. Yeah. And that's kind of how it feels in America right now with all the news, that everything is like, yep, it's just amped up to absolutely 11. Every uh, single thing times. doesn't matter how bad or good it is. Everything is screaming. And you just sort of don't feel any of the news. You're just aware of it at all times. Yes. Uh, yeah, which is exactly. sort of unhealthy. <laughs> now, <laughs> last episode, in terms of the wrap-up, we were talking about changing over to what is Hiram's plan, but we know what his plan is. So instead, yes. I think we're just going to do one thing to wrap up, and that's what we do at the end of every episode. Betty or Veronica, for this episode only, Pete, kick it off. Betty or Veronica? Betty, all day, er day. She's finally waking up to the fact that Chick is evil, and I'm very excited about where that's going to take her. Justin, what about you? Well, I got to say, both Betty and Veronica were up to no good in this episode. Both uh, not being nice, going Dude, behind the scenes. Dude, what are you scenes. talking so about? I, Betty was nothing I, but nice the whole time. Uh, she stole dental floss out of a garbage <laughs> can and so blood tested her. So, from a shady, in quotes, brother that she found out is not related to her. Uh, I'm going to go Chick all day or day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Chick's got some good stuff coming oh, up. He's a friendly. He's the friendliest can guy on in the game, and um, I think he's going to end up actually helping out uh, these people. If, like, what are you? You're like worried about Chick when Alice Cooper is the the wildest like murderer in this show so far. She killed the person. You don't know that. I don't know that, but that's but, what I think. Yeah, but Chick did it. I really don't think so. Chick. Hey, it's the reason hey. that dude was there. She doesn't mean he's in charge of the murderer. Yeah. When people show up places, do they die because of you? Maybe. <laughs> Interesting. All right. I'm going to say between Betty and Veronica, probably Claudius is who I'd go for this nice. episode. Oh, Claudius. Yeah. I like, I like his different hair. I like the fact that he's a twin. I think that's pretty cool. That's not cool. Yeah. All right. Well, actually, I'm going to say definitely not Betty because she acts like a total asshole this episode. Fuck you, man. Yes. Veronica, if anybody. Great. At least wow. she is staying true to her fam and trying to turn Archie to stop being such a douche. <laughs> uh, when she finds out the, about the blood pack, though, I think she's going to be pretty pissed. If you would like to support the show, check us out at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. that's totally free. At Pit Loft in New York, come on by. We'll chat with you about Riverdale and other stuff. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at comicbookclublive.com for the podcast and more. And please remember to rate, subscribe, and tell your friends about this podcast so we can spread the good gospel of Riverdale. And as we all know, the Chick f- is the best. What the fuck, man? I think this is the You got really creepy at the end with the good gospel and all that shit. I think this is the best thing we've ever written, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>